All right. Bonus episode. This is our philosophy episode. Ro, take it away. What are we doing? What's up, everybody? You know what it is. Rose Gold in the building, a.k.a. Romero. It's your boy. Back on Don't Evolve Me podcast. And here we are going to talk about something very interesting. The show in itself. Yep. See. So, first off, what we do over at the Symposium podcast, y'all go check that out. We do check-ins. Basically, just seeing how we've been doing since we last seen one another. How mm-hmm. are you, dude? I'm good. Yeah? What's been going on? What's new? Also, this is just a cold open, by the way. Oh, shit. Fuck this shit, man. Let's just <laughs> cut, cut, cut to the... Say the words. Cue the music. Welcome to Don't Evolve Me, the place like Ash, Kutch, and Pikachu. We don't evolve. We just level up. And that's exactly what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. The philosophy, the meaning behind that phrase right there, the title, Don't Evolve Me. What it means to not evolve. And mm. I've explained this a few times. I think I explained it on your show, The Symposium Podcast. Yep. With me is Ro, Romero, Green, Romero. Arizona Green. Oh, y'all know the vibes. T. Ah, oh, I completely forgot something. Huh. You're coming. I should have made more. <laughs> that's okay. Romero ain't your middle name Green. Oh, that's a good one. Thank you. Nice. That's all right. There's that always more. Right on the top of the head. That's a good one. That's a good one. I, I, everything else has to be on top of the head because I did not write it anymore. Yeah, I was going to say, when have they ever... <laughs> Your best ones have been off top of the dome. Yeah. So. In the moment. So, we're talking about philosophy. Bro, take it away. What are we talking about here? Because I did not make an outline for this. Well, the man said it himself. We are touching on Don't Evolve Me. Literally the name of the show. I hit my man, Jake. Because he's like, come back on the pod. And I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> and then he said, what should we talk about? And I was like, what about... Don't evolve me. I asked the question. You know, explain your philosophy behind don't evolve me real quick. Yeah, so the philosophy of don't evolve me. I feel like there has to be a huge history take on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's so, let's uh, run it. Let's run it back. Okay. So the history of the show. How I got the idea. One about two and a half years ago, I had the idea for doing a streaming show for Pokemon Go cuz it's something I did constantly all the time. Right? And while I was trying to come up with names and ideas, the, I, I wrote, the, I drew a picture, which is a picture that I've shared on the site. And on the, the t- like the tagline or the slogan was "Don't evolve me," and that that really just resonated with me. Mm-hmm. For the idea that like my entire childhood, my entire like growing up to where I'm at now, as an individual with ADHD, I'm often told to grow up. You know grow up you know evolve mature and it always felt forced you know like i level up as a person i evolve naturally Mm -hmm. like we all do we all naturally level up we all naturally grow but it always felt like since i was always kind of behind my peers Mm -hmm. i was also um i was born in april and usually people when you grow up your class that you go to school with, right? 
the starting age is usually like the birth dates are somewhere between September and August. Those are usually the oldest in your grade class. Mm. And then, so an April birthday, I'm usually the youngest in my graduating class. I'm one of the younger kids. Uh-huh. So I'm already that, that behind. I'm male. You know, females mature faster. Plus ADHD. Like, I, it took me forever to move out of. Like, I was the last one to like Pokemon. I was the last one to like Yu-Gi-Oh!, I remember being 10, 12, wanting to play in playgrounds, and all the kids are like, oh, yeah, that's for babies. We don't do that anymore. And I was, like, the kid who played. Mm-hmm. So there was always a sense of, like, evolve, grow up. And then I look at adults, and I, I'm i guilty of this now as an adult. But, like, I'd go play. I'd be in a pool. We would be in a fun place, and my parents would just sit there and talk. Talk, talk, talk. Yeah. Ironic. We're talking and sitting as how about that? Yeah, on a podcast talking about how – so like the idea like there was this idea that like I didn't want to evolve into that I didn't want to evolve into this like this boring serious person mm-hmm. and it felt like the world is constantly telling me grow up evolve do this mm-hmm. so as I like aged into an adult I kind of did the inverse a little bit because as a ADHD like teenager I kind of was sheltered I was like in a shell of myself mm-hmm. I was I didn't know how to like generally interact with people my age i liked what i liked and most people kind of like moved off to doing more mature things yeah i really only like um relate to people through sports Mm -hmm. that's really what i how i related to people and even then like my teammates we weren't like that close because like what i was into was more was considered immature like i was into pokemon and then of course they had a Pokemon came back in the middle of high school when I was like a junior and all the seniors are like, we're going to play Pokemon now. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So the idea was like, I was, even when I'm an adult, I got really into my nerdy stuff Mm -hmm. because I was out of my parents' house. I just uh, got a relationship and this person I was in relationship with was very, no, you can't have like superhero stuff. You can't, like she still gave me like superhero clothes and stuff like that for like gifts and stuff like supported that way but didn't want to be very outing like out forward with it yeah i remember getting superman cover seats for my car looks sick looks sweet and she's like you're never driving to my parents house or my family ever again that's like what she stated wow and it's just the idea is like i always just wanted to be me i wanted to nerd out i wanted to be what i'm into without being told grow up essentially Mm -hmm. so the whole idea and philosophy of don't evolve me is telling the world like hey don't don't evolve me don't change me or try to make me be something that i'm not i am still a kid at heart i'm still into nerdy stuff i'm still into what i'm into and i want to be into those things don't involve me don't make me be out like not into those things don't force me to involve sure so that's the whole idea behind don't evolve me all of those things are legit and also thank you for sharing the yeah. history of it like circling back to that um so knowing that information i presented the question it's like okay so you don't want to grow up the way that people are forcing that upon you yeah, right like society naturally forces upon you yeah so then what about the opposite what about evolving the way that you want to evolve because 
<clears throat> leveling up is one thing. To me, yep. I'd say that as like, okay, you're learning a skill or you're you're building yourself up. You're working on yourself in some yeah. shape or form. Tight. But what about you getting to a place in your mind where it's like, all right, I finally achieved what I wanted. I've become the person I truly wanted to become. Yeah. Well, here's the difference between Pokemon and humans. Right. We don't, we don't evolve in like matters of seconds. Mm-hmm. You know, we evolve over a course of time. We only level up and the only we only see our evolution in moments right we only see our evolution in like time periods so like think of yourself 20 year old row compared to your row now very different you evolved probably several times in that process but if you took it step by step by step you don't see the evolution right, right. part of leveling up is part of evolving just like in the game you need to level up before you can evolve mm-hmm in real life, like you don't evolve, and it's not like a change, overnight change, or even a second change. Like it takes a long period of time for the evolution to be complete. What about because of the show? What about Pokemon who need assistance in terms of evolving? Take Jigglypuff for example. Jigglypuff needs a Moonstone to evolve. No, that's Cliff Fairy. No. Yes, Clefairy. No. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> God damn Moon, it. Moon Clefairies. Still, point still is relevant. Whatever. They're unless all pink. Unless you're making a Jigglypuff type reference no. here. No, I'm not. But yeah, or even Eevee. Eevee yep. can evolve in like multiple forms, but if it wanted to be a certain one, mm-hmm. it would need a very specific stone. Yes, for most of them, or for some of them. For some of them. It really depends on which game you're playing. Yeah, but yeah, uh, let's just take the original Gen One. Yeah, yeah, no, we're we're keeping it old school. Yeah. So yeah, if you want your EV to evolve, you have to evolve it into, you know, Vaporeon, Jolteon, or Flareon. You need a Water, Thunder, or Firestone mm-hmm. for them to evolve. I guess the idea would work because like. You you still choose the idea of like don't don't evolve me, and you're evolving yourself. You're the one who chooses the stone. Mm-hmm. Whereas society often like Ash. Let's take let's take let's go back a little bit with the history of the anime. Yeah, because this is where the kind of the idea comes from. The slogan is, or like Ash Ketchum's Pikachu. We don't evolve. We just level up. Right. In the anime, the Pokemon anime. Ash a couple a few times has the opportunity to evolve his Pikachu. Mm-hmm. His Pikachu needs a Thunderstone to do so. Here's the thing: the trainer can force that evolution. If you touch the Thunderstone to Pikachu, you can make it evolve. And during this episode, he wanted to beat get the Viridian gym badge. I'm pretty sure it's Viridian. It's either Vermilion or Viridian. I think it's Vermilion. Vermilion is the Lieutenant Surge. So he's trying to get the Vermilion Gym Badge. And Lieutenant Surge's Pokemon is Raichu. Yeah. The evolution of Pikachu. Mm-hmm. And the only way you can get a Raichu is if you use a Thunderstone. And they've battled for the first time. Pikachu got his ass kicked by Raichu. Handed to him. Handed to him. And so Ash wanted Pikachu to evolve to a Raichu so he can win. But yep. Pikachu didn't want it. And that I feel like is a really good flaw or a really good comparison 
Because Ash in this moment wants to win. That's all he wants. He doesn't care about Pikachu's feelings. Mm -hmm. At least not initially. He wanted Pikachu to evolve, so he had a better chance of beating Raichu, which is fair. It's like Raichu beats Pikachu more often than not. Yeah. Right now, life is like Ash and Life are the same. They're forcing upon because they they don't care about Pikachu. They don't care about your feelings. They don't care about Pikachu's feelings. They just want you to evolve to be stronger so they can do better. Sure. And that's kind of the metaphor, you know? But Pikachu doesn't want that. Pikachu doesn't want to evolve. Pikachu just wants to be Pikachu. Pikachu can be just as successful if it just levels up and stays itself. So the idea is. If someone's forcing upon you, you know, it's not fair. It's not fair to Pikachu's feelings. Sure. I'm also kind of trailing a little bit. We're still on. Yeah. We're still on par. Like, we're still on track. Okay. Well, then, in terms of evolving, you've made it very clear as far as not wanting to evolve the way that society Yep. wants you to um, but then if you are choosing to evolve mm-hmm. what does that look like for you yeah so choosing to evolve works also in the Pokemon world too if you choose to evolve you need the stone right you need to take steps to get to where you need to be mm-hmm. so if you need to level up and then use the stone which actually I don't think any Pokemon do that you just need the stone at this point so you need to take steps, you need to buy the stone, you need to find the stone, buy the stone or get the stone, and, you know, and then attach the stone to the Pokemon to evolve. In real life, if you want to evolve, you need to take steps. Right. You need to figure out your path, figure out where you need to go, get there, and evolve. That looks different for literally everybody. What does that mean to evolve? Um, can I share some of your personal news? Uh, sure. So... One, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, Romero's going to be a dad. Yeah. You are not a dad yet. Nope. You will eventually be a dad. Yep. You essentially need to evolve. Yeah. Right? That takes steps. You now know what you need to do. You know your goal. You know how to get there. Mm-hmm. And you're going to take steps to figure out how to be the greatest dad you can be. Most don't take those steps until they actually have the kid. Mm-hmm. And it's forced upon you. But... You're evolving to the best dad that you can be. You can take books on it. You can learn about it. You can do podcasts. Or, like, if you wait till the baby's born, figure out how to take care of the baby. What does the baby need? Does it need clothes? Does it need food? Does it uh, need a diaper change? Does it need to go to sleep? All these different things. You need to learn Mm -hmm. to be the best parent that you can possibly be. It takes time. It takes effort. You don't just evolve into a dad you have to be a dad i mean you get the title of dad but to be a dad you have to do the actions that's correct yeah and at a certain point like now i'm coming year one to being a dad or year like three if you consider yeah step uh step parenting but like i am now a dad i am now a father i have evolved to this it doesn't take time it you know it's just taking the steps to do so. It's essentially, it's finding your stone, but it's more complicated than that. Sure. It's not just time, but, I mean, you say, as you say, you take steps. The way I see it is you put in the work. Yeah. Like, 
just even talking about leveling up, right? You don't just stand around and go from one to ninety nine. Exactly. It's like you train, you bust your ass, and you fail as well. Yeah. So there's even self-doubt that comes in there, and it's like, oh, maybe it's not for me. Maybe this isn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. Or in this context, it's like, maybe I'm just not meant to evolve. That too. So you have to fight all types of stuff. you got to put in that sort of work. So Yeah, and that's... Think about the Pokemon games. Hmm? Think like the older generations, not the newer generations. They're very... They, I feel like an old person. Not the newer generation. Not the newer generation. The old, the older generations. Back That's in where, my day, yeah. with the red and blue bloods and crips. <laughs> the Charizards, the Blastoise, and fuck it, we'll throw in the Pikachu's in there as well. Yeah, cuz. And then in Japan, <laughs> they got the green foe. <laughs> never played green. I played leaf green, but I never played green green. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's Japanese. You wouldn't know what's going on. Yeah, I would have liked to. You would have figured it out. Yeah. Um, but, like, in those games, the original games, and I'm only singling those out because they're a lot tougher in difficulty. I was playing, uh, I'm playing Emerald. Okay. As, as a light. I haven't played it, like, I haven't focused on it, but here and there I'll play mm-hmm. Emerald. And I get my ass kicked in some of the gems. And I got beat. And I feel like that's kind of like life. You grow up, you level up fast initially. Yeah. But then after a while, it takes a while to level up. You have to grind. You know, like if you face an obstacle or a gym, then you get your ass kicked. You got to like come back. You got to reevaluate. Like, what do I need on my team to overcome this obstacle? Mm-hmm. And then, okay, I need to level up. All right, Pokemon aren't powerful enough. All right, I got to level up, go in the grass. Mm-hmm. Put in the work. You put in the grind. Got to grind. So you can overcome the obstacle. Or it's maybe you don't have to grind. You just have to get the right Pokemon to beat the typing. Like, hey, I need a fire type for the steel gem. Oh, there's a fire type in the wild, uh, in the grass. Well, let's go get the wild or fire type, build up a little bit. All right, boom, he can beat all the steel easily. No. So here's a question that I have for you. You, it's been a year, right? Since you started Don't Involve Me? Um, or close to? Since I started planning on it and just, Ever since I decided to do it, it's been a year. Yeah. I started in January of yeah. 2023. That was the first start date. August 2022 is when I was like, I put it into like the plan. I made a media like post saying like, hey, this is happening in January. So let's go to that part where it was just a thought. Yeah. All the way till now. Tell me about your evolutionary journey. Ooh, you, you're coming in hot, bro. <laughs> I mean, it's like you have your own podcast. <laughs> it's like you do this. For the, it's like you've been doing this for the last three years. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the evolution journey of Don't Evolve Me. Originally, it was a thought. Just be clear. You, this is lore, motherfuckers. This is lore for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> the lore episode. The lore episode. Don't Evolve Me lore. All right. So... Started with as an idea. Mm-hmm. You're definitely the inspiration because I just got on the symposium podcast. Yeah. Learning how to do it, learning what you need, and just figuring out like how to make this work. You get the microphone, you get the computer, you get the software. And it took weeks just to figure it out. I remember the first like episode took me like two weeks to mm-hmm. just like edit. Half of it was like the ADHD 
putting it off because it's a scary like task. Yeah. And now I can do it within like 10 minutes for the most part. As long as like nothing goes like crazy or weird. Right. Most episodes, I mean, you can probably relate to this. Make sure the audio is good. Make sure you can hear everything. Uh, make sure like the old tracks link sync up so you don't have much space. Yeah. Um, the planning, it's funny because like you don't know until you're into it. You don't quite know what you're getting in, into until you do the podcast, until you start actually doing it. Because then those problems arise. Yeah. You know? um, I remember our first couple episodes, we had the, the, the desk stand for the mic. Mm-hmm. And I was sharing the one, you were sharing the one mic with yeah. three different people. And you're all going to be close. And it was terrible audio because it was on the table <laughs> that was constantly just like bumping. You're like, don't bump the table. And it's like, yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Now it's like, don't bump the the, the booms. And it, people are like, what? <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> so evolving. Learning what you need. And even now, like, I still need. I would love more mics. I would love diff- uh, one different mic that's, like, compatible with. Everything. Yeah. Or, like, just have mics that, like, work well together so the mics i have they all pick up they pick up all the sound in the room yeah whereas like the mics that you want are the ones that are like specifically do and you're the one who called that out um just from experience yeah so it's like you have a podcast or something yeah i know right (laughs) um getting a second monitor very helpful i don't have to go back and forth constantly Mm -hmm. now uh we're having discussion um moving studios yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's hot as balls up here. You don't have central AC in the room. It's actually not as bad as it used to, as yeah. it has been. But you get super hot up here. Oh, I bet July was a bitch. It was. I was sweating <laughs> so much. Um, but yeah, just like figuring out what you need, mm-hmm. evolving, figuring out like what works, what doesn't work. Um, the video game nostalgia series seemed to be a hit, or it was just Tom, one of the two. Shout out to Tom, man. <laughs> yeah. Ernie, too. I had him on one episode, and I was like, I like this dude, and I kept bringing him back. Those are good dudes. They're all punks, though. <laughs> <laughs> or just, I don't know, just like figuring out what's fun for me and then figure out what's fun to, like for people to listen to. Right. What is interesting to them? What gets the big ticket? What is interesting? Mm-hmm. Um, I did like a week-to-week series for Last of Us thing. They did okay with views, but didn't do amazing. Same with Star Wars. It did okay, but didn't do great. And then the video game nostalgia did wonderful. It's like, all right, well, do more of that. Right. Do yeah. more of that. Um, and just always trying to figure out ways to make like the best show possible. What's interesting, what's not adding to it. Mm-hmm. That makes me uh, come up, or excuse me, but bring up another question now that you touch on your audience a little bit. Yeah. I ask you about you and your... <clears throat> your evolutionary journey as far as your show mm. but you really do have listeners like you have authentic listeners right yep. from your perspective what has the evolutionary journey been like for your audio listeners Ooh, this is a good time for audio listeners to comment <laughs> <laughs> their own journey yeah well it's hard to say because I'm not a listener, you know? Like, I am. A, I observe the listeners from my perspective. Yeah, but you said um, 
you know, you talk about one topic and it's like, yeah. ah, that's okay. But talking about video games, oh, that seems to pique a lot of people's interest. Yep. So there's a shift. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying. I'm having trouble trying to figure out how to answer this question, like the audience's journey. You're not. I wouldn't say that you're answering for them. Again, I say from your perspective as the host. Okay, as the host of what? Yeah, I just learned like what. I see the numbers, right? I see like what gets interest, what doesn't get interest. Mm -hmm. And it's always interesting to see like what does get interest. Like the D&D episode. I'm not really that big into D&D, but big draw into it. Yeah. Um, The pilot episode was our biggest draw yet. (laughs) And that's what I've been told is what's (laughs) going to happen because people check out the pilot episode. Yeah. And realizing how true that statement is, I would have put a lot more effort into the pilot episode and make it a lot better (laughs) because... That was more just getting my toes in the water, figuring out how to talk, how to make it a show. Yeah. Whereas now, having like our episodes where it's like we were just talking back yeah. and forth, having an actual conversation, it's interesting because like some of those episodes, because we had our pivot episode <laughs> where we just like, oh, we're, we're going to pivot. We're going to do this. Now we're going to do this. Yeah. And that, that was a big draw too. So it's weird knowing like what works and what doesn't. Yeah, TikTok is probably a better example because like those vary a lot. Like my best video so far is me just explaining the "Don't Evolve Me" guide, <laughs> and I'm like, I well, do more of that. Yeah, <laughs> but I like your reviews. Like every every so often they pop up in my feed. Yeah. Which, by the way, you son of a bitch! I how dare you continue to disrespect Iron Man two? <laughs> you thought I wasn't gonna come at you? No. you thought I wasn't? I'm at your neck. Ernie's already coming at me. <laughs> That's Ernie. Let's talk about, we talk about me, man. Rose Gold here. Are you mad that I didn't call you out instead? No. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I, when you said Ernie, I was like, what about me? I have qualms too. <laughs> I was there when that conversation took place. I put in my two cents. All right. Well, I'll get you back on the next one. I okay. think I have Captain Marvel up next. Wait, no. Ant-Man and the Wasp. I didn't care for that one. I did not. I did not care for Ant Man and the Wasp. I didn't care for um, Quantum Mania. Was okay. And the only reason that I say that is because uh, a Jonathan Majors performance. He was great. Yeah. Hopefully he comes back. Hopefully. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I kept. I keep. <laughs> I talk about that topic way too much. Whether or not he's going to come back or not come back. Is it's tough. It's a. It's tough. Like Willie well, he seems. In, he seems innocent. I'm not touching it, man. <laughs> I'm not gonna touch it. I don't dude. know. I don't know. I don't know. Like from the court proceedings, he was like innocent. Mm-hmm. Um, there's evidence that suggests that the girlfriend, like, and him were good, mm-hmm. and like it was hurt. Like he called the cops because of her, mm-hmm. but then it turned into the cops thinking it was him. I don't know. It were off track anyway. Kind of. Um, I mean, we were focusing on your audience and in the audio journey. How is your audience evolved? Yeah. Um, I do have another question for you now bringing this up. But before that, is there anything else that you want to expand on as far as um, what the evolutionary journey has been for your audience? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know how much more I can expand on it. Okay. It's, it's hard because I'm not the audience. 
I get you. I am the the host. host. You yeah. are the master of this domain. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I will say this though: if anyone wants to expand their journey and like talk about it from that perspective, because it's hard for me to talk on about like the audience's evolution. Because mm-hmm. it's hard to talk about the audience because we're still growing, we're still kind of sm- like small. There's different peaks and valleys here and there, and it is slowly growing. But slowly is the key. We're getting there. TikToks are helping a lot. All right, to the audience, do you have a, a name for your for your people at all? The Dem family. The Dem family. Dem that's... fans. I don't know. I'm I'm just going with Dem because that's like a really it works. To the Demis. Uh, let me holler at you for a second. To the demis. Uh, so with this question, I asked Jake what his evolutionary journey has been with Don't Evolve Me. And then it is presented to you guys. What has your journey been like listening to the podcast? Leave a comment wherever you're listening to this. If you're on social media, if you're on Twitter. Are you on Twitter yet? Is Twitter alive? Yeah. Are you kidding? <laughs> I thought it was X now. It's still called Twitter. We'll we'll talk after this. <laughs> I'm on Threads. Tight. <laughs> I'm on Threads. I'm on YouTube. Yeah. I'm on TikTok. I got a TikTok. You're on YouTube. Finally. That's all right. Leave a comment on YouTube, you guys. What's been your evolutionary journey on Don't Evolve Me? I'd love to know. We would love to know. So now, um, the whole Jonathan Major situation, right? Yeah. Not necessarily wanting to touch on that situation, but mm-hmm. more of this. I like I like that dude. Yeah. I think I think he's a solid dude, and I think he has a range in terms of acting. He's an he's an amazing actor. Right, phenomenal. Yeah. But I remember, I remember watching him, like, be in interviews. And it went from like one or two interviews within a month or so to like nonstop. You saw him everywhere. Yeah, like he was becoming famous. Yeah, he like, was like huge. Quick. But when I saw that, I said, "This is happening way too fast. If this continues to go that it's going, mm. something bad is going to happen." Lo and behold, like this is right around. Quantumania was dropping. Rocky three or not Rocky three, excuse me, Creed three. All of those like big hit movies. It was coming right after those. I believe it was like March or April. Mm-hmm. I think it was like mid March. This was happening, and like the news came out, and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like it was it was big for the fact that like he was just coming off three or two big movies, Creed three, uh, Quantumania. Yeah. The world now knows who Jonathan Majors is. Uh, and he had, uh, what was it called? Invincible, I think it was. No, Invincible. I can't remember. He, he played a pilot. That was in November. He was in um, the HBO show. Uh, I'm blanking on the show. Oh, uh, um, Love Country. Yeah, Love Country. Yeah. Yeah, he was, uh, he was the main character from Love Country that got canceled uh, within the after the first season. Yeah, that was like his it, it kind of like, his big break. It was it felt like a breakout role, but yeah. really, I feel like Loki, the season finale, and like how he played uh, 
the he who remains. I yep. His role, I think, really like that was his first glimpse to like casual audiences, mm-hmm. and I think they were so enamored by him. And I think Marvel was like so enamored by him as well that they're like, "Hey, we're going to take a whole Phase Five and Phase Six, and we're going to focus it on that guy." Yeah, I remember and, uh, reading. So, I'm all sorry, of this ahead. was happening, mm-hmm. and then boom, out of nowhere, just this happens. It's like it. it I had one of two thoughts. I'm like, if this is true, I really hate like how many like Hollywood like famous people that like are amazingly talented, but then turn out to be scummy. Or two, if this is false, yeah, I really hate like I just hate that this is a thing. It seems like hey, if you're famous, like something's gonna happen. Some mm-hmm. kind of scandal's gonna happen. And not to every like actor or actress, but it seems like it's there. There's a pattern. You you kind of see it. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, with the whole cancel culture, sometimes I agree that, like, hey, us as a society, we're like, we, we just don't want to see any more of you mm-hmm. for, like, reasons. But sometimes I'm like, I don't agree with that. Like, Louis C.K. did some, something really stupid. Yeah. he um, But, like, his reaction to it. So for audiences who don't know who, like, Louis C.K., comedian, usually plays some comedic roles, ha- had his, has his own show. One night, two fans, I believe, or people that, like, didn't know him but, like, were really big fans yeah. of his, they hung out in New York in his apartment, and he asked them if he can show off his dick. Which is very bizarre. It is but... bizarre. I'm assuming he was drunk. And they said yes. And so he showed him his dick. And afterwards, they're like, yeah, we didn't, we were uncomfortable. Like, they came out and saying they were uncomfortable. Yeah. And it was kind of like, it was this big scandal. And this is when, like, all the scandals seemed like it was coming out. So it was, like, yeah. one scandal on top of, like, many scandals that came out. I think Kevin Spacey was also. Yeah. At the time. It's really, now all his villain roles, it's like, oh, he's just a villain in real life. He's not even acting. Yeah. He's just being scummy. He's just being himself. Just being himself. Um, But Louis C.K. situation, that happened. Girls came out. And I, re- I just remember his apology tweet. And his tweet was basically very, it showed awareness. Like, hey, like, yes, like, I got consent for Mm -hmm. it, but I didn't realize that, like, I'm a man, I have power. I have a responsibility. I'm a man, I'm in a position of power. I'm a famous celebrity. They're hanging out with me because I'm a famous celebrity. Mm -hmm. And so when I asked them to show them my dick, I I didn't realize that, like, they didn't say yes because they wanted to see it. They said yes because I'm a man of position of power and they didn't want to upset me. Yeah. And I did something stupid and foolish, like a well-rounded apology letter. He already lost his show. He already lost like all the roles. And now I don't think he's ever really made much of a comeback. Like I don't see him in the mainstream. No. At all. No. And I'm like, you know, he deserves consequences, but I'm like, I don't think he deserves to be canceled. He did something stupid, but he also had the right approach to it. Now Mm -hmm. take Deshaun Watson. This man was accused by 27 different women for sexually harassing him. Are you familiar with the Sean Watson nope. scandal? Oh, you're way out of it? Mm-mm. Okay. Quarterback for the Texans. Um, was a quarterback for the Houston Texans. Oh, wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 And then um, he was... When he would get massages, he wouldn't wear any clothes or... Like, basically stuff happened. Yeah. And there's a lot of stories. It seems like to me that he was a sex addict that found out that, hey, 
famous movies, you know, famous football star game massages, I can probably get some sex out of this. That was my interpretation. Of sure. It. But his whole like apology isn't really an apology. It's more of a, yeah, I'm not that big of a scumbag, you know, I'm not that big of a scumbag. It wasn't that true, but I'm also sorry for it to happen. Like it's a mixed bag where sure. Louis CK is like, Hey, this is what I did. I understand why it's bad. Like, this is what happened. This was my reasoning. Like, but it was bad. I, it was my bad. Whereas, and he's canceled. He's, I think, still canceled. And then Deshaun Watson was like, yeah, well, I didn't really do those things, but I apologize anyway. He's not canceled. He's still a football the quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. Sure. Or Ezra Miller. That man should Yeah, that's a whole nother... That man should have been canceled. I'm like, I'm not for cancel culture, but I'm like, that one made sense to me. <laughs> and yet, here he is starring in The Flash. Which did... Money, money. Yeah. Money. They didn't want to, you know, this movie's expensive. They didn't want to, like, not show it after it being super expensive. They still lost money anyway, so it didn't really matter. Yeah. So just the idea of, like, who gets canceled, who doesn't get canceled... To me, I feel like it needs the situation, right? Mm-hmm. Louis C.K. probably shouldn't have been canceled. Does there deserve a lot of like heat for what he did, but not canceled? But then he has Ezra Miller or Deshaun Watson. Ezra Miller, you're like, yeah, that one makes sense. He can go away for a little bit. Well, I can't speak on cancel culture. Like, there's not much that I can say. Uh, I just see it as the, I don't even want to say consequence, but like the reaction to to what is taking place, like to getting to a certain point. Talking about, just going back to Jonathan Majors, right? And how it just seems as though he became famous overnight. Yeah. Instant. And then this one thing happened and then shit just went sideways. From my perspective, I look at that as like going back to our whole conversation about don't involve me, right? It's one thing to have somebody force you to evolve. And it's another when you want to evolve the way you choose. But what about like what happens when not so much that you're forced to to evolve, but like you're rushed? Mm. Yeah, your the situation forces you to evolve mm-hmm. um, quickly. Quickly, I mean, you run a podcast. I run a podcast. It's essentially like, what if fame came too quickly? Yeah, or like you became famous overnight. You have to essentially evolve to a person who is able to adapt that. And I know it's tough. Like, fame is that is a curse and a gift all in one. Sure. Gif, obviously, like, everyone dreams to be famous. Everyone wants to, like, hey, I know who Jake Sherping is. I know who Rose, Rose Gold is. Like, yeah. you know, you want to, like, the idea of that is pleasant. Mm-hmm. But the downside of this, and Michael Sarah was talking about this on an interview, um, where becoming noticeable and everyone recognizes you changes everything. Because mm-hmm. now you can't go on the street without someone wanting to talk to you. Like, hey, I know that person. I know who that is. It's Michael Sarah. Yeah. So, in a way, you have to like evolve. And if you're, let's say, somebody who 
you know, assault somebody on a daily basis. You can't quite do that. You got to evolve and change. Yeah. Hopefully that's not the case, but you yeah. also, or just the fact that like you have to deal with like people are looking to take advantage of you, you know, like you're now on a pedestal, you have money, like, Hey, I know you, I can probably get some money off of you. Yeah. Doing whatever, whether it's faking an assault or faking something. Yeah. It's doing something. Yeah. It's a, it's a four, it's a, Forced evolution. Like, no one individually is forcing you, but the society is. Yeah. And it's kind of... Society, in general, pushes everyone to evolve a certain way. Mm-hmm. You know, if you know... Like, I'm sure everyone notices that, like, men, women, they act a certain way. Yeah. And that's getting into, like, gender politics, gender... Like, talking about gender. But same with, like, any demographic, you know? Society pushes you to act a certain way. Mm-hmm. And don't evolve me is essentially this saying to society, like, hey, I am going to evolve the way I want to. I will level up the way I want to. I am going to be me. Now, obviously, if there was forced fame, especially for the podcast, things would have to evolve, right? But it is also the goal that we're working towards. But is it not at your own pace? I mean, sure, there's a level of success that you want to yeah. reach, and there are hurdles that you have to to jump. Same time, could you possibly, like, what would it have been like for you if just off of the first episode, it was just gangbusters? <laughs> I don't know if I would be able to handle that, because, like... It's kind of nice being a smaller podcast for the fact that, like, hey, if I fuck up, not many people are going to, like, give me shit about it. Mm-hmm. But if you are immediately famous, if you fuck up, like, a little bit, eh, like you're going to get, get people telling you. Yeah. You're going to get hundreds, if not thousands of people telling you. I think of it like different streamers who get super popular and then people are like, hey, your mic sucks or your sound is awful. Yeah. You know, it'd be it'd be a forced evolution of sorts. And it would be forced upon you. But that's also part of life as well. Like, hey, you want to be a big podcaster? You want to be this role? You have to level up. You have to evolve. Yeah. Some people aren't ready for that. Some people are. So it's, you know, you kind of sign up for it. I mean, as a podcaster, I mean, you both. Like, we have, there's that idea that, like, where we want to go our viewership yeah how to get there and being prepared and ready for the moment for when it comes because that's all the success stories from what i hear from podcasters youtubers Mm -hmm. streamers the successful ones this is what it's like until they become successful they're just trying trying that something pops yeah and being ready at the moment to capitalize it so for me, if it's a certain episode, if it's this episode, we're doing more philosophy. <laughs> you know, like if it's the video game one, we're doing more video game. It's just adapting, learning, and moving forward. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because, like, the show is called Don't Evolve Me. But, like, we're constantly looking to improve and progress. And that's what I'm trying to do with this show is constantly looking to evolve. Even though the show is called Don't Evolve Me. But the mindset... The, philosophy is yeah we're nerdy 
We are nerdy individuals. We do what we want to do. We talk about what we want to talk about. And we will change on our own time, on our own pace. Or we will change because some uh, like big force comes in, forcing us to evolve. Yeah. Um, like if a nuke would drop, perfect because we just talked about the Fallout, video game nostalgia of Fallout. Yeah. <laughs> a nuke drop, you got to evolve. You got to change. Sometimes it happens in life. Nice callback, by the way. Thank you. Because yeah. you can't be like, no, fuck that. I'm not going to evolve. <laughs> it's like, all right, well, you're probably going to be dead. Yeah, you're going to die, dude. <laughs> you know? So evolving naturally to like, evolving to what you mentally are comfortable with. Mm-hmm. But also knowing, like, wanting to have that evolution yourself. You ever have it in your career, whether it's podcasting, whether in the mental health field, mm-hmm. where you're just not ready for something? Yeah. Um, I mean, hell, I can, I can talk about this with um, with mental health. Yeah. I was ready to to be in the field, mm-hmm. uh, just as a a practitioner, right? Yeah. My mindset was, oh, I'm going to work with uh, adults yep. and their mental health. I was not prepared at all, at least in the in the sense of mental health, to work with children. Yeah. So it was like, what are we doing? And it's. Very, very different. Extremely. But it was like, like you and I, we've had so many conversations about it. So many. Mm-hmm. No matter what, though, I, I always had to come down to a decision. It's like, all right, here are your options. You can either stay in this place, continue to, to gripe or mope about what is, or be open be open, grind it out, and learn from this thing. I shut the fuck up. And as much as it like sucked at times of, of working with children, I learned a lot. Yeah. And I learned how to handle them. Not like, I don't know how to say that. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, man, these kids, let me tell you about these little stuff. <laughs> It's like I learned I learned how to tend to to children. I That's learned yeah. how to hear them. Mm-hmm. How to make sure that they're when they speak they are heard yep. basically. Um and to even further that going back to what you said about you know becoming a dad, right? Mm-hmm. That's an evolution in itself. If I honestly say this, if I didn't work with children, if I didn't do the things that I did, yeah. I don't think I would be as good of a dad. And I'm not even a father yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like those things that I've learned, the way of leveling up, that's definitely a part of evolution for me. Yeah. So I will say the field, working with kids in the mental health field, mm-hmm. does translate a lot into being like a parent. It is completely different. Yeah. Um, me working with applied behavior analysis, ABA. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. There was a lot of people who like had kids and worked in ABA, and they, one of the things that they told me before I had my own kid, having a kid and being like doing ABA, they are different. Mm-hmm. Like it's not the same thing, and it's not because like your kid, you have a lot of personal attachments with, but sometimes with like 
APA, you have to like, you're thinking strictly behavior. You're not thinking necessarily what's going on in the mind. You're thinking behavior, behavior, behavior. But with your own kid, you're thinking mind. Yeah. You're thinking emotions and feeling. And with a practitioner, you're also thinking. So you have a good, like you have the skills to be a good dad. Mm-hmm. But your, your evolution is realizing how to take the emotions of being a dad and your, like your child and putting on the skills together yeah and to creating you know the greatest because there's a difference between being a clinician and being a parent there's a pretty big difference 100 percent. clinician you're just building those skills as a parent you're a lot of different things you are their comfort you are their person you are their leader you know their role model mm-hmm. on top of the fact that you're also like the skill provider like all these things too yeah so um but yeah going back to your your question I, working in the mental health field I was I was not prepared to to work with children um but because of the steps that I took I leveled up and I evolved I evolved as a, a practitioner in mm-hmm. I can't really say that I've evolved as a, as a as a parent yet because that hasn't happened but the skills are there so when yeah. the time comes you're, you're leveling up to evolve to see a parent yeah your uh your child being bored is the evolution stone mm. nice you're welcome that's a bar right there yeah yeah so like that is the stone that is the event so if you're thinking about like what is to mean to evolve the force evolution the force evolution is the stone right mm-hmm. that is the force evolution of course it's somebody doing that to you or mm-hmm. it's just nature it's the nuclear bomb from fallout it's um, having a kid mm-hmm. it's fame that just comes out of nowhere and you're not prepared for it or it's you're not you weren't expecting that success like that's the evolution stone that yeah. forces you to evolve and that's it's unfortunate because like yes don't evolve me i want to evolve my own pace sometimes it's not how it is yep you don't choose but you still have to adapt you have to evolve to the occasion but for those like the force evolution how many individuals have you known that like you're chill with them they're on the same level as you and then there's some like separation of time and you come back to them and they're completely different but it's not like a genuine difference they're just like i'm mature now i do this hmm uh only a handful honestly yeah i only have a handful too but i know like there's individuals are like i'm a mature person i <laughs> yeah. do mature things they, they try to be more grown <laughs> business <laughs> business <laughs> business thing i remember this girl I was dating I'm like i'm more mature and then she ghosted me <laughs> It's like that. Okay. It, I don't. That, that. I feel like the mature thing to do is to tell me why you want to ghost me. Fair enough. Whatever. Uh, whatever. But like, there's those people that try to be. You know, it's like a Pikachu pretending to be a Raichu, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're trying to like, hey, I'm evolved. I'm. I'm this. It's like, no, just, you're a kid. Fucking be a kid. You know, like you're a Pikachu. Be a Pikachu. Enjoy being a fucking Pikachu. Cause shit gets hard when you're a Raichu. Yeah, uh, to that, you know how when you're a kid, you do all the things, all the, these little fucking toys as well, 
kids imitate adults. They want to be an adult. Yeah. A kid who has his little toy lawnmower and is like, oh, I'm cutting grass. Or somebody has a play kitchen, things like that. When you're an adult, you're like, I don't want to do any of this shit. <laughs> so to what you're saying, it's like, why, do you, why are you in such a rush to grow up? Like, these are cute. And I don't yeah. even mean just kids, but like teenagers and stuff. There's somewhere along the way, something goes off in their brain and they're like, I'm this. I'm going to be this. And it's like, yeah. yeah, but why don't you just enjoy being this? Yeah, just be you. Yeah. And like, be you and enjoy what you become, which you don't know what you're going to become. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's just mindset philosophy, what people want to do. Because I know one of my ex girlfriends that I had. She was, had her life set from, like, a teenager. I want to go to school. I'm going to get, like, a 4.0 GPA. I'm going to go to college. I want to go be a nurse practitioner. That's it. She did it. Cool. She's now that person. She is that role, Does that lives that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, I'm the opposite philosophy. I had no fucking clue what I wanted to do. Still feel like I don't have a clue what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And that could be mental health, too, because ADHD, I... Constantly juggling ideas, juggling different wants. You know, some people know what they want to do and they want to be that person right away. Right. And you'll understand this as a parent too, because me as a parent, I was excited to do all the things with my kid. And I still am in this position. Like, oh, I can't wait till you're three, four. You know, we're going to watch all the Marvel movies together. We're going to play all the video games together. We're going to watch you, you know. Play softball, play sports. Like I'm excited for all of that. Yeah. And as a dad, you get it. You get excited to do these things. However, the infant moments, the baby moments, like those go so quick. Yeah. And I had plenty of people, older people, like enjoy it while it lasts. Enjoy it. Enjoy the moment. Mm-hmm. And my philosophy when I talk to people, because I hear this a lot, I'm like. Because I get excited for other steps, stages. And I'm like, no, I'm excited for every stage. Even the annoying, like, why, why, why stage, which Scott just got out of, thank God. <laughs> why? <laughs> why? You know, like, we, me and Sapphire, like, we're not going to be the parents that just say, because I said so, but fucking A. <laughs> Some days, there. yeah. It's like, he's like, why? Because I fucking said so. <laughs> <laughs> just like, but, God, motherfucker. Just listen, all right? <laughs> Just trust me. Trust that I'm doing this not because I want to be an asshole, but because <laughs> there is a good reason, but I'm too tired to explain it because I already explained it already like five times earlier. Why? God. There will be moments where you're like, man, I understand why we can't hit children. <laughs> but fucking hell. <laughs> Not that I condone child violence. But no, we moments. we here at Don't Evolve Me Podcast do not condone any sort of violence towards children. But we understand why you want to. Yeah. <laughs> because goddamn kids are annoying sometimes. <laughs> Don't, but we get it. <laughs> <laughs> if it happens, we're going to mentally be like, we understand. But also, also all right, come on, cops. Yeah. <laughs> do your thing. Uh, but yeah, as a parent, you're going to realize that, like, the moments go quick. You're you're gonna enjoy the moments. As a kid, I don't feel like you really know what it like it, what it's like to reflect. Yeah, you yeah. you're constantly thinking about forward, the future, the future, and then once you get to our, like our age, we're like middle age, 
we're in the middle of both. Like we have our future ahead of us, but we also have a lot of the past. Yeah, which is weird, by the way. It is. Yeah. So it's because like we're no longer growing up. We are essentially coming back down. We're arguably in our primes or past our primes, mm-hmm. depending on like how you want to go about it. Like what what field? Sure. President presidential candidates, man, we're all looking good. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that when we get older when we're 70 it doesn't matter if I have dementia or anything I don't remember what's happening we're good I try not to be political in the show it seeps in here and there it happens man that one actually could be um, a diss on Joe Biden which I think that's who I was thinking of at the time anyway. hot take <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just enjoying the moment. Kids don't really realize it. They want to grow up. They want to evolve. They, you know, they want to be the adults without realizing that, like, there's a lot of consequences. There's a lot of cons of being adults. You are responsible. Yeah. Responsibility comes with freedom. But it also comes with, like, responsibility. Adulthood mm-hmm. comes with responsibilities. But as kids, we dream about the freedom. Yeah. But I think the whole point, don't evolve me. I'm here talking to you guys. Well, this episode alone, philosophy. But the episode I just did, I was talking Among Us. We're doing a video game nostalgia on Among Us. A game that's only five years old, but feels like it's been dead for two years. Yeah. Because it basically has. I'm here to talk about things that I love with people that I enjoy. Because, like, that's who I wanted to grow up to be. That was my path. That's what I wanted to do. Whereas society, at least, like, growing, me growing up was, no, you go to work, you do your thing, you come back, you get a paycheck, you're burnt out. Mm-hmm. The show, I don't know, is, like, the alternative. I don't want to live that lifestyle. I wanted to do what I want to do. I wanted to evolve at my pace. You don't evolve me. I evolve me. That's a shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Society doesn't evolve me. I evolve me. Yeah. Don't welcome to don't evolve me. You don't fucking evolve me. Society doesn't evolve me. I evolve me. But guess what? I don't evolve you. You evolve you. I'm hoping this show helps you evolve. I hope it helps Roe evolve all the guests. I hope everyone this show helps people evolve to what they want to be. Yeah. But I am not forcing you. That's good. Let's end that there. <laughs> Let's end it there. That's good. <laughs> Best outro yet. Best outro yet. <laughs> All right. Well, we're coming up at the one hour mark. We're right on the money, too. It's actually really short for me. Yeah. So that was the episode. Thank you, Ro. Thank you for bringing this bonus episode to my <laughs> to my head thanks for having me man always good to be here for everyone else please check out don't evolve me the tiktok don't evolve me the facebook don't evolve me the x twitter. is it still twitter it's twitter everything is x i don't want to hear none of that shit it's twitter i have i put on the app x and i feel like i'm watching a porno why would you twitter <laughs> he's also on youtube on youtube <laughs> Instagram. Threads. Thread. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I get the threads. Yeah. 
All right, check us out. Please let me know how I'm doing. Or if I'm doing horrible, please just let me know. (laughs) (laughs) I like engaging with everybody. Good, positive, all of it. All right, that's the outro. That's the show. Don't evolve me. If you want to evolve, evolve the way you want to evolve. We out.